Welcome to Rose Radio. I'm your host, Marley Harris, and I'm here to talk to you about all things entrepreneurial, personal growth, and self-development with a side of spiritual woo-woo. I successfully turned my side hustle into a full-time career while traveling the world and living a life I've only dreamed of. I hope by listening to this show, I inspire all you little rosebuds to do the same. Thanks for listening. Now enjoy the show. Hi guys. Okay, welcome back to Rose Radio for episode number four. I think five, four, five. <laughs> um, so today we have a very special guest. This is one of my good friends, Michaela, who I met in Bali. And this was like one of those friends that we just like hit off immediately. We are literally the same horoscope, the same human design. We have a lot of similarities, so this episode is filled with gems, gold mines, amazing tips and tricks for manifesting your dream life, that money that you want, that relationship that you want, those friends that you want. So if any of that interests you, please keep listening. I actually had to break this up into two episodes because we talked for an hour and a half, Um, and instead of making use that there through an hour and a half conversation i broke it up to two weeks so next week will be the rest of episode uh, of this episode and yeah i'll just give i want to jump right into the episode because it is so juicy but i'll just give you a little life update so if you have been following along with my travels you would have known that last week And for the past two and a half weeks i was traveling up the coast of australia with a company called hostels australia with one of my best friends and with all the news of the virus um, and if things were getting shut down, what was going on, we were kind of unsure of if we should come back to Sydney, if we keep going up the coast, but we kind of like made a decision. We're like, okay, we're going to keep going until someone is literally like, you have to come back. So we're feeling really good about that decision. We just let everything go, just enjoyed our time. But then like two days after we made that decision, um, I got a call from my friend saying they're closing interstate borders. And I was like, oh, hell no, I'm not getting stuck in a random town up the coast. (laughs) So literally that night, booked a flight home for the next day. Um, So now I'm in Sydney and I'm living with my best friend, literally like, I don't know what the word is, like squatting. I'm like living in her apartment. (laughs) But I am looking for other apartments right now just so... Um, I can have my own place. I actually found a really gorgeous apartment and I think it's mine. I just have a little bit of hesitation around it. I'm just not used to paying so much money for rent. And it feels like kind of a silly idea when I'm about to go into a lockdown with uncertainty of how my business is going. (laughs) So anyways, surrendering to the universe, listening to the signs, following the breadcrumbs. So I'm sure next week I will have a whole new update for you guys, but that's where I'm at right now. Unfortunately, my best friend should to fly back to Canada um, like a few days ago. And honestly, I'm grateful that my friend told me about the interstate borders closing because if not, she would have been stuck in a small town. And then even if she did come back to Sydney like a week later, flights are like 10 grand. So, I mean, if she got stuck in Australia, it wouldn't be the worst case scenario, obviously. But I'm lucky enough that I get to work online, so I'm okay to stay here. But for people that need to get back to jobs or back to their house, but I'm literally just like a nomad, so I can, I'm just doing my thing, staying in Sydney again until someone is like, you have, well, I mean, many people have told me that I have to go, but I'm just kind of ignoring that. <laughs> and I'm just staying here, just, I'd rather be here than back home. And there's no benefit of me being back home right now. So, just staying here for the moment. Um, yeah, and that's kind of like all the updates that I have for you guys. I mean, yeah, I'm just going to jump right into this episode because it's juicy AF and it's a long one. So yeah, tell me what you guys think. And I left you with a bit of a cliffhanger on this one. So you have to tune in to next week to learn more juicy manifestation tips. So I hope you guys enjoy the episode and yeah, we'll just hop right into it. 
right, everyone. Welcome back to Rose Radio. Now, today is a very special episode because we have our very first guest, actually, who's someone very special to me. So, everyone, I'd like you to meet Michaela. If you don't know her yet, you're about to know why I love her so much. (laughs) And, yeah, we met, like, I think seven weeks ago now. Yeah. um, Which is so funny. We met through a mutual friend, Rachel, here in Bali. Hey, Rach. Hi, Rachel. (laughs) And we just were, like, out at sunset. And I remember just, like, sitting next to Michaela. And... Okay, you don't even know this, but I remember the first thing Michaela said to me was like, I was like, what the fuck? I need to be this girl's best friend. (laughs) Because I was like, I was like really confused about where I wanted to live because I really want to live in like Bali, LA, Australia. And I was just like really limiting myself of like, okay, I have to live in one place. And then she's like, well, why don't you just buy a house in all of them? (laughs) I remember that. (laughs) And I was like, okay, bitch, I see you. (laughs) That's so me because I literally want to own a home on like every continent. So I'm like, just buy them all. (laughs) I know. So when you say that, I was like, okay. And then remember, and then everything else you said, I was like, okay, yeah, we're Mm going to be friends. (laughs) So for those of you who don't know Michaela yet, um, Michaela, do you mind just like explaining a little bit about yourself, what you do, why you're in Bali? Um, yeah. Like a little, I know your life story is very long, but just mm-hmm. like a little, your little snippet about yourself if people don't know you. Yeah. Hi, guys. My name's Michaela. I go by Michaela J online. J is my middle name. And I'm a manifestation success coach and personal development influencer. So, what I love to teach is teach people is how to manifest kind of their next level luxe life, how to manifest a rich and rich ridiculous lifestyle. I'm a podcaster. I'm existing here in Bali at the moment just because why not? I came in the beginning of January um, on a retreat and I've just stayed ever since and keep extending and extending and extending. Bali is, yeah, Bali is such a magical place. You really get wrapped up in the vortex here. So yeah. And I specialize in mindset and really rewriting stories on your life, diving into your personal magic. It's so important to me to be grounded in what your version of spirituality is. And then, like I said, manifesting your rich and ridiculous lifestyle. So here we are. Okay, that's so funny because I've actually <laughs> never heard you say that. Yeah. But like I said, me and Michaela have been friends for like, I think seven weeks now. Mm-hmm. Which it's Okay, so if you've never been to Bali before... But if you have, you'll know time does not exist here. No. So when I was doing this interview, I was like, okay, I, like, I just want to know like how long we've been friends. And I literally was like, okay, we've been friends for maybe like three weeks now. But I was like, holy shit, we've been friends for like, <laughs> like basically since we, I got here. Yeah. And it's just like so crazy because also I feel like we've been friends forever. But then I it's know. like, it's just like so weird. But, um, and also if you guys are interested in having, like if you want to manifest your dream life, more money, more income, more freedom you need to follow Michaela because even though she's not my coach mm-hmm. like I haven't hired her but she has like in like exceptionally affected my life over these past six weeks like Aww. so many things have <laughs> happened where I like tell Michaela I'm like freaking out she's like of course that happened yeah. of course like <laughs> literally. literally one time we were like I was like telling her this story about this boy and then I haven't heard from him in like a few weeks and that <laughs> moment he texted me and I was freaking out and she's like <laughs> This is classic. Like, this is what happened. Duh. Like, duh, welcome to my life. I'm like, okay. Yeah. I'm like, like, all right. <laughs> I'm like, I thought I was a good manifester, but oh, I have so much to learn. <laughs> There's always the next level of expansion yeah. you can tap into. And like, for those of you who don't know me, I literally have a tattoo on my wrist that means, of course, it's bien sûr because I speak French as well. But it's like, the thing is with manifesting, you're always getting what you expect. And so we have to just expect the things we want in life to just play out. And then it becomes that like, duh, of course, moment, because you've been living that in your mind for weeks, for months. And actually Kobe Bryant, there is um, a documentary put out about him recently after the tragedy. And he said that he's just like so neutral when anything happens, like when he wins a game or like, you know, makes the slam dunk or whatever. (laughs) Um, He's like, well, there's just no reason to freak out because he's been freaking out in his mind, visualizing it forever and ever and ever. So I think that's one of the most powerful things is to like take it off of a pedestal and normalize everything. Yeah, totally. And you've definitely been a huge expander for me because my kid also works online. And like, Mm -hmm. to be honest, I don't meet that many people that do work online. Well, before I came to Bali, obviously, because like that's what everyone does here. But it's just been so cool to 
like Michaela has like the exact tassel that I want and like mm-hmm. has so many things. So like since I've been in Bali and since she's been like, because when you're around someone, you just like absorb their like mentalities, yeah, um, their sayings, their beliefs. And so since we literally spend like almost every day together. Mm-hmm it's like it's had a huge impact on my life so now when things happen I'm like that I'm like oh yeah that's like that makes sense like (laughs) and and I've been trying to like teach that to other people and it's just cool to see that when people like change their mindset in that Mm -hmm. way and they're like oh yeah you're right like I am so powerful yeah and you're like yeah like just expect it it's a crazy shit I actually have a funny story about this I posted on my Instagram story but the other day a spider like (laughs) fell onto my floor in my villa and for those of you who don't know (laughs) my kid's like deathly afraid of spiders yeah I do not (laughs) fuck with spiders okay and so this spider like literally like swindled its way down crawled down my closet and landed on the floor and just stared me in the eyes and like started cleaning its face. It was disgusting. And I'm just like angrily staring at this spider like fuck off. And I'm not kidding you. It like rolled over and died. (laughs) The spider rolled over and died. And I was like, (gasps) I was like, am I that powerful that I just killed a spider with my eyes? I was like, maybe. And I even walked by it to get something out of my closet, like maybe 20 minutes after and didn't flinch she didn't move and I was like oh my god I killed a spider with my eyes <laughs> it was like looking at you being like yeah I need to go yeah <laughs> I'm just gonna, I can't I'm just gonna right now. <laughs> yeah it was pretty intense so never under- underestimate your power and I think a lot of people end up shying away from their full potential in life because they're so afraid of their powers and we like to dim our lights to make other people comfortable and we don't actually say the things we really want because that's really big and scary for other people and it's at the end of the day it's just a projection of how we feel it's like too big and scary for us so like I fully like intend on being like a billionaire and owning homes and having a private jet and like the whole nine yards and I'll talk about it because I'm like I know I can create that and yeah it's scary to think I have the power to do that and like and nothing stands my way but myself but I'm also going to normalize it and normalize the fact that I have powers and just use them every day to kill spiders (laughs) (laughs) and definitely and I think like one big thing that changed for me is that I had all these dreams and desires but I felt almost guilty saying them out loud Mm. because um, previously like the people that I was surrounding myself with and I love them all to bits and pieces but they just like they don't have their own business or like they they don't have the ability or mindset around like manifestation having your own power like they just haven't dive in deep into that yet mm-hmm. so when I say like oh I want to be a millionaire it makes them feel uncomfortable yeah and so I would like kind of personally I would not I would suppress it because I'm like oh I don't want them to feel uncomfortable mm-hmm. but then when but the thing that changed for me is I started manifesting people in my life that were like that yeah and when when I say like oh I want to make this month much a month Michaela's like ew like you want to like that's <laughs> Can we it double that? yeah and then it's like okay and then yeah. it's like having those people in your lives I think is very important just to like mm-hmm. hold like this is why having a coach I think is so important yeah. because they're like they see what you have and like what you're capable of right and they're like no I'll hold that space for you and mm-hmm. so like if you want to make fifty thousand dollars a month them just being like yeah if that's possible let's let's get you there right and, and I think that's so important yeah it's because you're having somebody whether it's a friend or a coach or mentor whatever like watching over you seeing you at your like next level self they're seeing you at this highest evolution when you can't even see it yet and so that is just such an expansive energetic space to be in that's so powerful because a lot of times we are getting there and we're saying the affirmations like I'm a millionaire I'm a millionaire and you're like yeah 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 but it takes takes a while for you to actually see that for yourself. Whereas like a coach can just decide like, yeah, I see that in you. And that's really important because I think I mentioned this earlier, but you always get what you expect out of life. And so when somebody is expecting a certain result out of you, that's just what's going to happen because they're expecting you to become a millionaire. So you're going to become a millionaire. And that's why it's really important to have people like hold space for you. And like you always say, like be an expander for you. It's such a big thing. And I think we underestimate that a lot. Okay. Yeah. And I just want to say two things. I did cover what an expander means in a previous episode, but if you haven't listened to that and you're just tuning in now, expander means someone 
who you see who is doing what you want to be doing. So they expand your mindset to know that that is possible. Mm -hmm. So that's been a huge thing for me is finding those people where I'm like, oh, um, someone that's like exactly my business making the amount of money that I want to make. Or if you're someone who's in a job but wants to have a side hustle, just find that person who's doing exactly what you want to be doing. And then so your mind is like, oh, that is possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it becomes an of course. Of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like, and then you can focus on their energy. You can even, if they're friends with you, reach out to them, ask them for tips. Yeah. That's like been the best thing for me. Yeah. Definitely. And, and adopting their belief system too. I've been having so many conversations lately with um, the guys that I live with and people who are always in and out of my villa. It's just like, you need to be willing to throw away all of your fucking beliefs to take on somebody else's. So whenever you hire a coach or a mentor, like if you don't fully trust them, don't work with them because if you don't fully trust them, you're not, your ego is going to get in the way. You're not going to take on their beliefs, but you need their beliefs because you want to be where they're at. And so it's like, you have to go big. And I think a lot of people get scared with investing because they're like, Oh my gosh, this is so much money. And like, I'm not quite there yet, but it's like, but that's where you want to be. So just like go there. Um, I forgot what I was going on this tangent about, but it's just like so important to take on people's beliefs and being open to receiving that. Too. And like surrounded by like the guys in yeah. your villa are like very successful business owners. Yeah. So I think that's been like awesome for you just to like. Yeah, it's interesting to see their hustle and the way they hold themselves and their confidence level. It just like shows in every single thing they do. They're these seven figure entrepreneurs and like they just go in. They're like, we're going to test this. We're going to practice that. We're going to pick up this new hobby. We're always challenging our brains. We're studying, we're learning, we're adapting. And that just shows you like, okay, these are the habits of somebody who earned seven figures. Great. Sign me the fuck up. Let's go. Like, let me get a new hobby now. Okay. I wanted to skip back a few thoughts because yeah. I want to ask you about this. So Michaela had this day where we were at Motion Cafe, um, an amazing, <laughs> amazing cafe in Bali. I literally go every morning. They walk in, they're like, oh, mm-hmm. this bitch again. Yeah, they, they're like, you really like the mocha shakes. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> literally, so my, we get the same thing, mocha shake, no banana. Mm-hmm. Well, plant I, protein. Yeah, plant protein, chocolate. And yeah. like this morning before I could even say that, they're like, let me guess, no banana. I'm like, you got it, girl. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, anyway, so good. But we were sitting there and like I was just working away and my Kayla was like having this whole moment where she's like, yeah. my cells are shifting. Like, yeah, I'm like, and I was like, I was like, wow, this is really cool, but I've never experienced this. Mm-hmm. Then the next day I went to a Kundalini class and it happened to me. I was like, <laughs> my whole, I was, Kundalini is basically about like releasing all negative energy and mm-hmm. just like, so after the hour class, it was like overlooking this the beautiful view of the ocean Mm. it was like just such a beautiful day out the teacher was amazing and by the end of the class I had no ego so it was the weirdest thing I felt like I was on acid this has never (laughs) happened before so anything I would think would just be like yeah it's possible yeah it's possible and it's like and if I like was in a situation that made me feel uncomfortable I wouldn't I just felt amazing it was Mm. the craziest thing I can I've never done acid but I can imagine it felt like I was on acid also like wanted to scream also wants to like <laughs> melt into a puddle of like <laughs> literally what my air conditioning is doing on the ground right <laughs> and so it was just really weird so then the next day I was like texting Michaela being like what the fuck is happening yeah and she's like so it's exactly what well not exactly the same but kind of mm-hmm. similar to what she went through the day before and how you describe it is like quantum leaping right yeah. so can you just explain a little bit more about this because yeah you're like a special you're an expert on this and yeah. I find it so fascinating I and I think other people stuff. would find it really interesting yeah the quantum is like my favorite thing to talk about so people talk about quantum manifesting a lot because in the quantum things happen immediately there so time doesn't even exist like in our world we make up time it's such a construct if you went out into space there's just no such thing as fucking time so in the quantum time doesn't exist so it doesn't take x amount of days to manifest a thousand dollars it doesn't take two years to meet the love of your life it can happen instantaneously and that's why people become obsessed with quantum manifesting because things just happen quicker and we live in an instant gratification society at the moment so that's how it is um i'm really fascinated with quantum physics and quantum mechanics because that's literally the science behind manifesting um so that's a whole rabbit hole we can go down but quantum (laughs) leaping specifically is 
you have to think about it in terms of science. So when you were in school and we looked at like the structure of an atom, you know, there'd be like the nucleus and there's always the little energy circles and little energy fields. And you could only have like two electrons on the first one. And then the second one could have like four. And it was like this structure. So when an electron jumps from one of those energy fields into the next, that scientifically is a quantum leap. And we do that in our reality by quantum leaping our energy. And so for me, what had happened that day was I had had a really expansive weekend with just lots of big thinking conversations. I did a cacao ceremony that made me ball my eyes out. And it was just like such a good release. And I went to ecstatic dancing, which we went to this morning. Um, and in ecstatic dance, you just literally dance however the fuck you want. There's like no judgment and you're not looking cool. You're just moving your body. It's also 10 a.m. on a Sunday. Yeah. So everyone is sober. So, yeah, it's, it's the best time. So I just have had this really expansive weekend and I felt like my energy was shifting based off of the conversations, the new beliefs I was taking on, the judgments I was releasing. And so that next day I was journaling and I could just feel like on a cellular level, my body shifting. I could just feel my DNA overturning. It's just the best way to describe it. And mm-hmm. I remember like we were sitting at the table and I just kept looking out the window and being like, oh my God, yeah, this is guys, crazy. It looked like she just like, <laughs> like literally smoked like 12 joints. Yeah. Staring like, <laughs> off. But I was like, you go girl. Yeah. It was, it's just like a euphoric feeling. And I've never experienced something like that in my life. Funny thing, the next day I got deathly ill <laughs> and I'm still kind of sick. So I've been sick for days. And the interesting thing is when you quantum leap, you're shifting your energy in such a major way extremely quickly. And so your body oftentimes doesn't know how to handle the new vibration. And it's actually very fascinating because when electrons make that leap themselves, not all electrons stay on that energy ring. Some of them fall back down. And that's not something we ever study in school. We don't talk about it because it's a detail they don't think matters. So you can make the leap and you can fall back down if you can't handle the vibe. And that literally happens to electrons. And we're no different. You know, we're just made of atoms. So for me, I got really sick as a lot of people do in big quantum leaps. And it's almost a test from the universe saying like, can you handle this? Like, are you willing to push through like new levels, new devils to be this new version of you? And I'm like, fuck yeah, baby, bring it on. (laughs) And I've been so sick, but we're getting there. And I really do feel my whole energy has shifted. Um, And the quantum is just such a fascinating thing. So just to break down the quantum really quick is like quantum reality. Think of it as like a soccer field. Okay. On one end of the soccer field, there's you being homeless, scruffy, poor, no job, scruffy, scruffy. <laughs> like just, yeah, yeah, free William over there. And then the other side of the soccer field is you being like a trillionaire, you know, all wearing Gucci and your private jet, like 50 cool friends on your yacht or whatever. Um, all of it exists on the same soccer field for everybody, all of us. And so you have to ask yourself, what area of the soccer field am I playing on right now? If you're not happy, oh my God, I love that. <laughs> yeah. If you're not happy with where you're at the moment, then like, where are you? I like to think about it as a football field, actually. Like, are you on the 30 yard line? Are you on the 50? Like wh- what yard line do you need to be on to move in the opposite direction? And that's how the quantum works. As soon as you move to that other spot in the field, everything shifts. So it's just, I could go on such a rabbit hole about it. It's so fascinating. Okay, I love that analogy because yeah. that makes so much sense to me. Yeah. So something that happened to me is that I found that once I like felt myself leveling up, it was like, mm-hmm. again, the weirdest sensation. I was just like, and I was just trying to like slow down and just like let it like sink in. Right. But then I found like a lot of bad things were coming up, not, or like not coming up, but like people external factors were like trying to like hit me down mm-hmm. like things that don't usually happen like people were like putting a lot of negative energy on me and like relying yeah. on me for a lot of things like putting their their worries concerns and stresses mm-hmm. on to me do you think that was something that happened in the universe being like okay you want to level the fuck up well like mm-hmm. now you gotta like 
work through this, like help other people work through this. Do you think that was maybe because of that or yeah. is it because it's Mercury retrograde? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely can be Mercury retrograde. But also I think when you're hitting a new level, there's just new boundaries that have to be put into place. You know, like Kylie yes. Jenner is not sitting in a room with people fucking complaining. She doesn't have the fucking time. She doesn't have the energy to be in a room with people just bitching about their lives, you know? And so it's like, we have to create that boundary of like, okay, this person's being negative. I need to remove myself from the situation or, you know, what can we shift? What boundaries is breaking? What can I have in place to fix that? Um, because every new level, this saying new levels, new devils is so fucking cheesy. Like I need to come Wait, up with something different. Wait, do you need to get tattooed on you? <laughs> new levels, new devils. That would be so cheesy. But it really is that. Like once you hit that new level, you're presented with all of these new lessons you have to learn to really step into that. And so for me, I think with being sick for a whole week, it's like, I really, if I want to take things to the next level, I need to learn how to rest and be okay with that and yeah. be okay with doing nothing and being okay with just like, I don't know, existing. People taking care of yeah, me. Yeah. People taking care of me. Yeah. Cause I've got to have my friends bring water and <laughs> crackers and just come talk to me. Um, cuddles. And cuddles and just like everybody coming to me and not, I can't go anywhere. And so it's like, those are lessons we have to learn. And so maybe for you it was a lesson of like, okay, at this new level where I'm vibrating so high, people look at me and approach me as this mentally stable person. They're going to come at me with their heavy shit because they think you're going to be able to give them that good advice. But it's like, what boundary needs to be in place where their vibration doesn't fuck with mine? Or what can I do to walk away from those situations? Yeah, I think it's hard for me because everyone that comes to me, I'm like grateful that they've come to me and I obviously want to help them. Yeah. But then at the same time, it's like I'm trying to protect my energy mm-hmm. and... Yeah, so I think it's just kind of like protecting my energy, remaining positive, keeping on my like mantras, my morning routines. Yeah. Um, actually, that that's a perfect segue to my <laughs> next question is when you're actually feeling your best, not sick, yeah. dying in bed, <laughs> what does your morning routine look like? Yeah. And I want to hear from like literally the second your eye opens. Okay. And I want to know like all the spiritual woo-woo things. Yeah. <laughs> and um, and then tell you like get to work or like get on to like the next step. Right. Yeah. So I'm a huge believer in morning routines. Like if you are to go and like listen to my podcast, you will know that you must have a morning routine. <laughs> it's so important. Yeah. It just, it's so fucking important because you have to start your day right. Because if you just jump out of bed and get on your phone, get ready and go to work, like, and you're not prepped for life, <laughs> you're not prepped to take you're care really of yourself. Like walking into the world naked. Yeah. <laughs> essentially, that's what it is. Like, that's so fucked. Like, no thanks. I don't want to part in that. And it's interesting because I've noticed the times that I'm really, really diligent about my morning routine, life goes well. And the second I stop or slow down or skip a day, like, life gets fucked. So, you know what's funny for me? Stick to it. It's like, okay, so things will be going really well because I've been so good about my morning routine. And I'm like, okay, I don't need to do my morning routine anymore. And then I just get hit by it. Like, I'm like, okay. Literally. Yeah, okay, I see you. Okay, I'll start doing that again. So, I've learned too many times just to, even when things are going good, that's like one you need to keep going. Yes. And that, I actually have a story really quick about that. I had this pattern for a really long time where I would make a lot of money and then I would spend it all. It was so up and down for like years, literally. And like, that's how it was probably for like the whole first year of my business. And I was like, this doesn't make any sense. I'm like, why is this happening? Like I didn't have, I had done all the money mindset work. I didn't believe that it could just get ripped out from under me. I was like, what is creating this? And for me, I noticed that when it got really good and I had the lots of money in my bank account, I wouldn't need to rely on my rituals as much because I was like, oh, like things are going well. I don't need to depend on this so much. And then things would go to shit. So it's like, once I recognized that, I was like, fuck, I have to stick to this morning routine every single day. So yeah. But what I do, I love waking up early. For me, ideally, I would love to wake up at six. Not there right now. Um, I wake up probably at like seven or eight every morning. Do you set an alarm? Yeah, I set alarms um, just because if it's a work day, yeah, I'll set an alarm. And then I wake up and some mornings, it so kind of changes. So some mornings I'll start and just do a morning meditation immediately. And typically I'll do like a guided one on YouTube. So I'll think about like, what do I want today for a meditation? Do I want like a quantum manifestation meditation? Do I want a, what does your spirit guides need to tell you today? You know, whatever I'm feeling, I will just search that. There are so many meditations on YouTube, you guys. Um, I also have my own meditations 
with my clients. So sometimes I will listen to those because it's really good to listen to your own voice doing the meditation. So I will meditate sometimes first thing in the morning. Wait, that's the most Michaela thing ever. <laughs> I listen to my I own meditation. <laughs> yeah. And wait, to be specific, how yeah. long are these meditations? No longer than like 15 minutes. Okay. Like, because a bitch is not sitting there for 45 fucking minutes. Hun, no I thanks. can't get past 10. I'm just like, after no, 10, I'm like, okay, I need, I need to get up. I need to get up. Yeah. Yeah. And that's so like the doer's paradigm. We're like very anxious to yeah. do. Yeah. I get that way a lot. So no longer than 15 minutes. I think 15 minutes is kind of my sweet spot because I can get into it. Okay. Um, so I do that. And then usually I will hop up, get dressed here in Bali. I will go to like one of my favorite breakfast places, whether it's like Motion or Tropical or whatever. And I will order breakfast and then I go straight into my journal. So journaling is the most essential part of my morning routine. Really? Um, yeah, that is like the most, most important thing. I have to journal every single day or else I lose my fucking mind. And so, and also for anybody who's listening and they're like, I don't fuck with journaling. All you need to do is just start voice noting yourself, just like talk out loud, record your voice. You can delete it afterwards, whatever, but you need to start talking through the things that are going on in your head. Oh my God. That's such a good tip. Yeah. Cause a lot of people come to me and they're like, Michaela, I don't like journaling. And I'm like, great. Talk to yourself. I'm like same. I love thing. talking. Yeah. And so I do I. Right. Yeah. So I love to write. Um, and for me, I will get in my journal every single day and I do almost the same journaling every day. I will write down, it's a whole process I have. So I write down my desire and this changes every day. Sometimes it'll be like a money desire. Sometimes it'll be a feeling desire, whatever I feel like that Is day. Is it for that day? Um, just in general, I okay. can write down like a monthly goal or something. Okay. So say like a monthly goal would be like 50 K be like, I desire to make 50 K in March, whatever. And then I would write down literally fears and doubts. And I will bullet point every single fear, doubt, ego thought that comes up. As soon as I think of 50,000, how are you going to do that? Where's that going to come from? Who do you think you are to have that? That's impossible. Can I really do that? Every single thing, no matter how ridiculous, no matter how many times you've worked through it, I write down every single thing. So sometimes this can be a list of five. Sometimes it's 15, whatever. I just keep writing them down because the longer that those limits and doubts are in your head, the more energy they're taking up from you subconsciously. So you have to get them out of your body. So I write them all down and then I do a free write where I prove every single one wrong. So how's it going to come? I don't know how. I never know how the universe is taking care of the how. My job is the what and the why. And I'll like write through that. It can't happen. Well, actually, everything's possible because in the quantum field, everything already exists. Okay, where is it going to come from? The where is not my job. That's the universe's job. And I just go through each single one individually and prove them all wrong. And then at the end, I kind of mock my ego and I'll be like, really, bitch? Like, that's all you got? Like, the how and the where? Really? Like, try better next time. You know, like, you can't phase me. Because the best thing you can do is like laugh at a trigger, you know, and just be like, that's so fucking stupid that that triggers me. Like, why would that ever trigger me? Just laugh at it because it makes it lighthearted and it's easier to dissipate that energy. So I prove them all wrong. And then sometimes I'll write down some affirmations for that journal prompt specifically. And then one thing I always do is I write down after that, what would you have me do today? And so this is where I just like create this space for like the universe, my spirit guides, angels to kind of give me inspired action steps for the day. And I will write down, what would you have me do today? And the first like five things that come to mind, I just write them down, whether it has anything to do with money, whether it has anything to do with fitness, like it does not matter. The first five things, I always write them down. And those are like my top priorities for the day, because that's always going to lead you to the next thing that's going to lead you to your result. So that's part of my journaling. That's like the heavy part of it. And then I like to write out at least two pages of affirmations, like every single day, two pages, two pages of affirmations. I write down like five. (laughs) (laughs) And that's okay. But I love to do two pages because I really like to get in the feeling of it, the feeling. And that'll, that's what I'll talk about next. The feeling is the most important thing. So I write down, I'll put in music that makes me happy. And I just list out two full pages and these aren't the same every day. They're different. They change constantly. Um, it's based off of where my vibration's at. So maybe one day, maybe for like five days in a row, I'm writing down, I'm a millionaire, I'm a millionaire. And then like five days later, I'm like, I'm a fucking billionaire, bitch. You know, like they just change as your energy changes. So two pages of affirmations. Um, and then this is kind of just like an energy shift thing that I do. I just ask myself, like, how would it feel to be at my end result? So we like go back through all of that. What was the desire? Maybe it's a 50 K month, whatever. And I'm like, okay, how would it feel to be there? Oh, it would feel easy. It would be like, of course. And it would feel like, 
I don't know. It's just like, duh. What's next? Yeah. Like, okay, <laughs> duh. Like, obviously. And so then it's my job to feel those feelings. So I bring those feelings into my body and then I start working. Because when you can bring those feelings into your body of like, it's already done. This is how I feel at that end result. And then you can approach your work in that way. That's the energy you're infusing your work with. And so then it's inevitable that you receive the result because that's the energy that you're putting out without even thinking about it. And that's the most important thing you can do. There's actually a lot of the universe that states that it's more productive to work in that right vibration than it is to just like work. So if you're like in a shitty mood and you go to your nine to five, like that's just not going to be productive for you. Whether Whereas like you could go in 30 minutes late after you like did a meditation and be like, okay, like let's get our head straight. And then maybe you're going to have a way better day. Like it's just universal law. That's way more productive for your manifestation. So that's like the last thing I do. And then I check my calendar <laughs> for all the things. And then you be a normal human. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't think I'm ever a normal human, but then I start working. Um, okay. So for me, I hear that. I'm like, okay, how long does that take you? Hmm. That's the million dollar question. My morning routines have varied over specifically my the journaling. The journaling probably takes me 30 minutes to an hour. It depends on how much comes up. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So you like th- for you, this is like a non-negotiable. Yeah. Yeah. It's the most important thing. Like for a lot of people that like, I must meditate every day. That's not me. Um, mm. some people, um, like to EFT tap every single day. I'm like, I love doing that when I need that. But for me, my rock is journaling. And so for anybody who doesn't have a morning routine, the number one thing I tell everybody, all my clients, what is the one thing you can stick to every single day? Yeah. That's what's important. The one like, what's- thing that for you. Yeah. So for Michaela, it's journaling. Yeah. For me, that would be like a chore. I will try the talking to myself thing though. Yeah. Maybe not in public though. <laughs> yeah, no, not that. In Bali, it wouldn't be that weird because like people do weird shit in public right. all the time. But if I was back home, they'd be like, okay, this girl, like take her to the, t- she needs to go. She needs help. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. That, yeah. People need to stick with like what works for you. Yeah. That's the most important thing in all of life, like what works for you. And so I always say like, what's the one thing that resonates with you? And I throw in other things like meditations, EFT tapping, hypnotherapy, like, you know, whatever others, like I say quantum healing codes sometimes, like I will just do whatever I kind of feel like adding on for that day. But my rock is journaling. So like, what is your rock? And that's the number one thing you need to do. So my journaling does take like 30 minutes to an hour because I'm very in depth with it. Mm-hmm. Also, I know that the more I release, the more space I create for myself. And the best way for me to release is writing it down. Um, just because there's that, that stupid hand to brain connection that mm-hmm. we have that every school tells us about. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's very true because you can just get on paper. There actually is a reaction in your brain. So once you write it down, your brain can kind of exhale. So once you write down those like fears and doubts, your brain's like, Oh, okay. Okay. If we need to come back to those, we know that they're on paper. So your brain gets to forget about it. And instead of remembering the 10 fucking fears you had, all your brain remembers now is the one place that all those are stored, which is in your journal. And so you have so much more energetic space for the, your manifestations and energy in your life because your brain's not trying to remember so many things. So that's why I love to journal. And that's why the voice note thing is effective too, because then your brain remembers like, okay, that's in Wednesday's voice note. That's all you need to remember. Wow. That's so cool. Yeah. I love what you said too, about like what's important for that day. Right. Mm -hmm. So you're not like rigid, like, okay, I wake up at eight and then I do my journaling at eight 30. And it's like, maybe that day you're in a really good energy and Mm -hmm. like you wake up like, yes, today, today. So like your journaling is all very positive and that's kind of like all you need for that day. Yeah. But if you wake up and maybe, well, obviously you're sick right now or Mm -hmm. like maybe something bad had happened the night before. So you just wake up and okay, I need a little bit extra loving today. Yeah. You're not having that like, rigid routine of like a b c d mm-hmm. you're like okay you flow with it and i think yeah. that's what's so important because some days you need a little extra loving don't you yeah exactly and it's it's all flow i think the more strict you make it there's just more pressure and i think all of our goals in life is to release fucking pressure like oh amen god i my whole life i put so much pressure on myself and so it's like the best feeling ever to not have pressures um so it's like i don't want to 
put pressure on myself. And that's why I'm like, I don't have to do these five things every day. And I did a YouTube video maybe a year ago about my two hour morning routine. Cause my morning routine is two hours. Um, it was like so ridiculous. I would wake up, I would do a goddess mantra. Those I do from time to time. I do a goddess mantra. So I'd sit at my altar and I would say the mantra 108 times. Um, and then I would like Palo Santo. I would do uh, a bath ritual every single morning where I'd fill the bath with like bath salts, essential oils, crystals. I would like candles. I would tie in like all four of the elements and then I'd sit in the bath and I would do my journaling and that there was just like thing after thing after thing. And then it became so routine. It wasn't inspiring. It wasn't expansive anymore. And then it felt like, Oh my God, I don't feel like doing the bath ritual today. Like, am I going to die? Is the universe going to hate me? Like, no, you're allowed to shift and change. So always remove the pressure. Just follow what feels fun. And that's the most important part. Totally. I'm like, I think when you put pressure on yourself, that means that you're like only relying on yourself. Whereas mm. if you let that pressure go, you need to understand that you're supported by the universe. Like, yeah. let that shit, you hear this all the time, but like, let it go yeah. and wait for the magic to happen. This happens to me all the time. I'll be like forcing mm. something and it feels like I'm walking through mud. Like, I need to do this. Yeah. And then and then when I was like, no, I don't need to do anything. Let right. it go. And then that's when bam, 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 everything will right. come through because the universe is like, you weren't relying on this like mm-hmm. you were just trying to like force it yourself yeah, and do it works. yourself but that never works because no. I was missing out on all the magic yeah exactly and it's like we live in a free will universe and so what that means is like we all have free will to make the choices that we want to make to do the things that's why we get to be co-creators because we have free will to create what we want and this is where people get stuck is they're trying to do it all alone and so that's that's when it feels like mud and you're just like you can't even run you're just walking so slowly. But once you open yourself up to be supported by the universe, by higher power, God, angels, what the fuck ever you believe in, (laughs) literally doesn't matter whatever you believe in. Like you open yourself up and you say, I'm willing to be guided. You know, I'm open to assistance. Please fucking help me. Um, and you have to ask. That's an important thing because of free will, your angels, your spirit guides literally cannot help you unless you ask. They are, their whole point of you having like a spirit guide team is their point is they want to help you, but they can't help you until you ask. And so it's like, we have to define our magic. That's why that's such a core part of my brand. You need to know what resonates with you so you can rely on that. So you can have help and make your life fucking easier. So if you don't ask, you'll never receive the help. That's been a huge thing this past, actually, mm-hmm. honestly, the past few months. Yeah. Um, I didn't really ask my guides for signs ever. Mm-hmm. I've never done this until maybe a month ago. And like the craziest things come up. Like I have a quick story. So mm-hmm. um, as you heard from Kayla, Michaela mm-hmm. and if you've been following me, you know that my trip to Bali was only supposed to be 10 days and I've now been here for seven weeks. <laughs> and that's Bali. just what happens when you come to Bali. Literally. Um, so, and the only reason I'm leaving right now is because I'm literally like under contract to do this other job. So I have to go back to Australia, literally leaving today or <laughs> else I would definitely be staying in Bali yeah. longer. Um, but basically the first time I was meant to come back to Bali, but my, or sorry, meant to go back to Australia, but my heart was just like, no, you don't want to leave. And I really didn't want to leave, even though like I have really good friends in Australia and it's obviously Australia. It's a beautiful, it's not him going back to winter. Like it's a good choice, but my gut was just like, no, you want to stay in Bali. Mm -hmm. And since I can do that, I was like, okay, yeah, maybe I will stay in Bali. And then it was right after I um, was with Rach. So she would ask for signs and was telling me about it. I'm like, okay, that sounds really cool. So I Mm -hmm. literally was like, and this was me being like, okay, I don't know if this is going to work. And I literally just like closed my eyes and was just like spirit guides, angel. And this whole time I'm like, this isn't going to work. This isn't going to mm-hmm. work. I'm like, like, please show me a sign. I'm meant to stay in Bali. And the first sign that came up for me was like, okay, show me a yin yang mm-hmm. if I'm meant to stay in Bali. And for the sign, it can literally just be anything you want. Typically it's like the first thing that pops into your yeah. mind. And, um, so I was like, okay, yeah, let that go. But like my ego was like, bitch, you're crazy. You've lost it. <laughs> and then so I was like, okay. And then I kind of just forgot about it, to be honest. Mm-hmm. And then later that day, I was talking to Michaela even. And I was mm-hmm. like, Michaela, like, I haven't seen the sign yet. Maybe I'm not meant to stay in Bali. And I'm like, then, fuck the signs. <laughs> and then we're like, okay, yeah, fuck the signs. I'm yeah. staying anyways. And then I went to the gym and I was like, okay, I'm just going to like um, 
look up a few uh, Airbnbs just to see like what's available. Mm-hmm. By the way, just, this is how impatient I am. The <laughs> night before I asked for it, and then the next day I'm like, Kate, or like it's the morning, here. I was like, I haven't seen it. Like, why did I wake <laughs> up to a And then I was on Airbnb and like scrolling, and the second listing was an Airbnb, and it had a huge yin yang sign mm-hmm. on the duvet, and I was like. I literally almost dropped my phone. I was like, <laughs> motherfucker. I was like, okay, I see you. Of course. Literally yeah. booked it like that day. Cause yeah. I was like, okay, obviously I'm meant to stay. Obviously I'm meant to stay in that location, right. which is actually where we're recording right now. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, when we got into the room, the yin yang sign wasn't on the bed, false advertising. But that's okay. <laughs> but then also, oh, actually, even just to add on to that, so I like saw it and I was like, oh my God. So I like texted everyone I know, posted on Instagram, yeah. you know, as you do. And then after that, I I didn't book it right away. And then I went back to book it later that day. We were at a cafe. Mm-hmm. And the price of the apartment changed from like 47 to 42. And 42 is my mm-hmm. angel number. And I remember being like, okay, Michaela, so it's a yin yang and it's $42 a night. Should I book it? And she's like, do I even have to answer I'm like, that? really? Really? <laughs> I'm like, okay, obviously I'm staying at Bali. I'm yeah. like, Whoa. Okay, yeah. So now six weeks later here we are <laughs> here we are so what do you think about signs i have an opinion on this so when i was starting my spiritual journey i relied on signs a lot like that was so important to me i'd be like well my main sign was a white range rover because that's one of the cars that i want <laughs> i thought you were gonna say white bird <laughs> <laughs> absolutely not oh i don't like birds actually i, um, I hate birds i also. hate birds a white range rover and okay so for you guys who don't know me i live in nebraska that's like where my home base is people don't really drive range rovers in nebraska i mean there is a good handful but that's about it you so are 100 the only one with the tesla there uh there's probably like five people in my city with a tesla <laughs> i drive a tesla now for you guys if you didn't get that but my sign is a white range rover and i would see it all the time and it'd be like so amazing i'd be like holy shit ah, range rover and then i'd go out of like my state i would go to california and it's like every other car is a white range rover <laughs> And I'd be like, wow, I'm getting so many downloads. <laughs> and I think it's like signs are great as like the stepping stone into really learning to trust the universe and trust your guides and get that validation. But now I'm in a place in my spiritual journey where I'm really focusing on the sixth dimensional awareness. So we live in like a 3D world where everything is like physical, like we have tables and we have bodies. That's like 3D. 4D is our feelings and our emotions. It's not a tangible thing. 5D is when we start making decisions out of love. So that's kind of like the first step into consciousness where you're like, okay, um, I'm going to think more loving thoughts. I'm going to be more loving towards people. That's when you get more intentional about your vibration. And then the sixth dimension is the sixth dimensional awareness is when you are only doing things that you feel guided. And so that is getting really fucking good at listening to your intuition. And that's one of my biggest focuses for 2020 is just listening and following my intuition and saying, fuck the rest. So for me, I literally stopped asking for signs because I wanted to get really good at discerning my own intuition. And so now I'm in a place where I'm like, okay, I just did this the other day. I was supposed to be going to Vancouver, Canada for a retreat, but I really felt called to stay in Bali. And I was like, at the end of the day, what do I want to do? And it was like, I could have asked for a sign and you know, that would be fine. But for me and getting to a place where I want to just be able to trust myself and validate myself. Um, because all like, you know, your intuition is just being guided by the universe and your guides anyways. It's all the same thing. So I was like, what sounds better? And for me, I was like, Bali. So then I canceled my Canada trip and like, I'm staying in Bali indefinitely at the <laughs> moment. But yeah, so for me, I love signs. And I think they're great when you're starting your spiritual journey and really learning to rely on the universe. Like we were saying earlier, a lot of us aren't used to asking for help. We're not used to giving it up to the universe. So that's the perfect stepping stone. And then once you feel really confident in that and you want to start working on trusting yourself and asking yourself for guidance, then you get to take it a step further and just dive straight into your intuition. So that's kind of my stance on signs right now. Because like, imagine you wanted something really bad 
Like you wanted something so badly and then you didn't see the sign and then you like didn't do it. But you knew in your gut you were meant to do that. Like, oh, that like gives me chills. Like, oh my God, I hate about. that. Yeah, <laughs> which I don't think it would happen. You know, like if it's meant to happen, you're going to get the sign, whatever. But it's like also in your gut, you know what you want. Yeah. And I think we just second guess ourselves so much, which is why we start to ask for signs. Okay, so to dumb this really far down, <laughs> my opinion on this is like if it's not a hell yes to hell no. Yeah. And our motto for the last yeah. month. <laughs> <laughs> and so, like, whenever something comes up where I'm like, should I do this? I'm like, okay, is it a hell yes? Yes? Okay, I'm doing it. If it's a right. hell no, no. And it's it's okay because, like, and something that happens for me, and this is coming, I hope this doesn't count, sound like cocky, but, like, a lot of good things come up often. Yeah. So I'll be, like, in a in a crossroad of like, okay, well, I have like all these options of good things. And then I feel almost guilty saying no to a good thing where it's like, in hindsight, if someone's looking in being like, wow, you just turned that down. Like, Mm -hmm. that's ridiculous. Like I would kill for that. Yeah. So, so my guilt, it's an ego guilt comes up. But again, it's just knowing that just because you're saying no to it, it opens it for someone else who's been like waiting for that. Who it's a hell yes for them. And I think we guilt trip ourselves so much and it's all because like we should do this, we should do that. I feel so bad about this. Should needs to be deleted. Fuck should. (laughs) Fuck should. That's my other 2020 lesson. That's a t-shirt. It's like, oh my god, I'm going to put that in my merch line. Fuck should. A a sticker. Please make a sticker. Fuck, I should have put that on a sticker pack. Sticker pack's coming soon. Um, Yeah, just like fuck the shoulds. And we feel guilty because we feel like we're bound to our past decisions, you know? Like for me, like I was in college and like almost done with college. And then I decided like, I just can't do this anymore. It's not aligned. And so I dropped out. And for me, it was like really guilty at first. It was like, oh my God, I should finish. And like, I feel bad because like, have all these scholarships and all this stuff, but it was like, all of that's just coming from the past. And we let the past define our future so often. That's why people don't quantum leap is because they're just looking at their last results and like, fuck all of that. Just follow what feels good and do the hell yeses. Like do what the fuck you want. Follow the breadcrumbs, baby. Yeah. Amen. (laughs) Okay. Wait, I have field felt really cold to ask you this whole time. Where did you learn all this? Because <laughs> I'm like looking at you and I'm like, you're just a wealth of knowledge. Yeah. The million dollar question. It's so interesting because I get asked this on almost every podcast interview. And oh, I never, really? Yeah, I, never, I thought this was an original question. <laughs> I never have a real answer because I, before I transformed my life, I was so miserable, like almost depressed. And I just went to the study abroad trip I went on and it changed my entire life because I was like, I'm just going to be positive. I'm not going to gossip. I'm just going to have a good time, hang around the people that feel really good, whatever. And so I changed my entire mindset, came back super positive, didn't want to gossip anymore, didn't want to complain, lost all of my friends because they wanted to gossip and complain. And so for me, I guess like my security and my fun was like researching. And so I would listen to every podcast and like personal development. And I would listen to all the audiobooks and I read books and I watched documentaries and YouTube videos on everything under the fucking sun. I'm such a researcher. And actually in my birth chart, my like in your 10th house, which is your midheaven, that is your like career, like where you will thrive in your career. Mine is for teaching. So really? uh, yeah, so I love learning. and I love teaching. That's why I know. Oh, wait, duh, that facts. makes so much sense. Yeah, yeah, it makes so much sense for me. And so I just learned from everywhere and not one specific person, not even five specific people, just like, and I fully believe that every person you meet, you can learn from. So I 100%, just soak yeah. up knowledge from everywhere. It's the most vague answer when I get asked no. this question, but I'm like, also a lot of it's just been downloaded. Like yeah. a lot of it has just come to me. And I remember when I learned about manifestation specifically, I was practicing it for months and months, and months and felt like I couldn't unlock it. I felt like I couldn't fully figure it out how to intentionally really manifest the quote unquote big things. And so I just tried and not tried. I practiced every single method, did the five, five, five challenge where you like write out one sentence, like a desire you want 55 times every day for five days. I like tried that. I tried like the quantum leaping water challenge where you like drink a cup of water after this whole fucking process. I did every single thing, <laughs> learned about everything. I was like, I was basically like the test dummy. You're a guinea pig. It. Yeah, I was the guinea pig. And now here I am. Now I'm just really fascinated by the science. And I think that 
excels all of it because it makes a lot of sense. And yeah, I'm just constantly digging. You are the biggest boss ass guinea pig I've ever seen. <laughs> Thank you. I agree. Okay. So if you had a tip where like, if someone was like, okay, I want to start my spiritual journey. Like I hear mm-hmm. what you guys are saying, but I work nine to five. I yeah. fucking hate my job. I hate where I live. I want to make a big change. What is like the one tip you would give someone just to kind of like start on that path? Ask yourself, what do you want? Like, what do you want? Because a lot of people in that position where they hate their job, they're not happy with their fitness. They don't like the people they're around. They're constantly focused on all the things they don't want. And that's how we're programmed to think, you know, that's how society teaches us to think. And so it's something we have to start reprogramming. So what do you want? Every single time you start to think, I don't want this for dinner. You need to counter yourself and say, what do I want for dinner? I don't want to go to work. Well, what do you want every single time? Because that just gets you so much more aware of your thoughts to become much more conscious. And once you start saying, okay, I want this instead, I want this, I want this, you're going to get more intuitive downloads that will guide you towards those things. It's just an automatic process once you're shifting what you're looking at. Because say you're in that nine to five that you fucking hate and everything around you looks like shit. It's the only way it's staying like that is because that's what you're focusing on. Literally nothing in this universe is stagnant. Literally nothing. Because as we know, atoms never stop moving. Even in a solid, we've all seen this in science, there's all the atoms in something that is solid, but all those atoms are moving. They're moving very slowly. They're still moving. So nothing fucking stops ever. You're not stuck. You're not stagnant. You're not at a standstill. You're just being fucking lazy. Change your thoughts and look at something else. So what do you want? (laughs) Okay, I love that answer. And just Mm to kind of expand on that. So I keep talking to this Kundalini session, but I'm telling you guys, it changed my life. (laughs) Um, Just on a random Tuesday, you know. But when I was in the session, like something that came to me that and it like literally overwhelmed me is that I was thinking about this time last year mm. and I was at a point in my life where obviously I just gone through a huge trauma I would mm-hmm. honestly there was one point that I went to the hospital because I thought I was dying right like I had this like weird pressure headache and it wouldn't go away for like four weeks and then the minute I went to the hospital and he's like you're fine it went away obviously yeah mindset yeah And then it was just from stress and um, having no sleep. Mm -hmm. And again, I was in an apartment that I didn't like. I was living in a city that I didn't thrive in. I was working three jobs. And so I left no room for anything. Yeah. And I was just, it was middle of winter. It was just like not my vibe. Not a vibe. And then I was thinking, and I was wishing, wishing for everything that I have right now. Mm -hmm. But everything that I have right now is what I was wishing for, but even better. Yeah. And it freaked me out I was like oh my god and then I went down this whole spiral that I was like I am so fucking powerful and like every single person who's listening to this right now can do that it's not like I'm like some magician yeah we're not special special at all and I know that when I was home I was meant to be home because Mm -hmm. a lot of things happened that again I knew I was I'm you're always where you're meant to be yeah so you do have to make the I was like trying to make the most of it right and I did take that time to heal and grind and like so now where I am, I am where I am and I'm okay. Like I'm okay. I'm grounded. I'm here and I'm fucking grateful. Yeah. Isn't that crazy when we look back, we're like, wow, this is what I've been praying for. I had that moment on Friday actually. So Friday I was, that was one of my days where I was deathly ill at night, you guys. And one of my friends like dragged me out of bed to this villa party that was like next door to us. And I'm like sitting on the couch, drinking water, being sick, (laughs) watching everybody. But the room was full of like these high level entrepreneurs who are all just happy and smiling and talking and having like deep, meaningful conversations. And there's like one of the guys is a DJ. So they're literally like a DJ with a broken leg sitting on the couch. His leg's still broken. It's still (laughs) broken. And people are like dancing and talking. Nobody is like doing drugs. Nobody's drinking. Everyone's just having a good fucking time. And I almost started crying on the couch because I was like, this is what I've been praying for for years down to a T. I was like, I want to be in the room with successful people who were positive, who were like-minded, who loved to dance. That was always one of my like Aww. specifics who loved to dance and have meaningful conversations. And like, 
that's just the environment I had been praying for for so long. And then I was there and I was like, whoa, this is fucking crazy. You know what? I think that's why I feel so at home here mm-hmm. is because even though I'm like not around my like friends that I grew up with, not yeah. around my family, the people that I've met here, you just become family with them so yeah, quickly really because, because they're like you. Like yes. I'm now attracting the people that are so much like me that like listen to this conversation we're having right now i'm sure some people are listening just being like okay they're off their nut (laughs) but like we are (laughs) but like it's just cool to learn from others do working online Mm -hmm. and just seeing how their business is successful and then being able to be like so close to people that are like making like we know a bunch of our friends are making like a million dollars yeah it's like okay it's just like yeah. the vibe. It's yeah. just like, yeah, of course. Duh. Duh. And then Duh. they're like perfect expanded because they're just like living their best life. Everyone here mm-hmm. is just living their best life. I know. Moral of the story, everyone needs to come to Bali yeah. and live in Chengdu <laughs> and stay forever. <laughs> That's my best manifestation tip for you. Because <laughs> honestly, since it and everything manifests here so much so faster. Fast. And it freaks me out. Like I'll think of something and then it'll just like manifest like this. It's amazing. I actually have a theory about it because it's so it's such a sacred land and there's offerings that they put out every single day twice a day so the offering in the morning is for the sky gods i believe and the offer the offering in the afternoon is for the earth gods and so the balinese are just like celebrating that every day and they literally give these offerings that have like rice and crackers and flowers and money and there's incense everywhere i love when there's cigarettes in them yeah (laughs) cigarettes like anything these little banana leaf bowls and they're just giving that willingly every single day and that reminds me to just always give 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 and then on top of that like the Balinese have this like way of living it's like the I don't know what they would call it but it's almost like a rule of three it's love the people love the land love the animals and so it's like literally everything out of here is done from that fifth dimensional awareness like everything here is done out of love and that's so impactful and I think that's why everything manifests so fast it's like you're not in the 3D world when you're here. We don't give two fucks about the material world when we're here. Like, it's just so much bigger than that. Like yeah, even game. if you want to care about the material world, there's like, it's not, it doesn't exist here. No, like, I don't wear shoes yeah. here anymore. I literally don't wear shoes. I live in a swimsuit. Like, it's just nothing matters. <laughs> no, nothing Other than matters. your happiness. <laughs> okay, this is like kind of like going to a different theme, but mm-hmm. on the same theme. What is your craziest manifestation story? Bum, bum, bum. Okay, so I left you on a bit of a cliffhanger. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> You're going to have to tune in next week to figure out what Michaela's biggest, craziest manifestation story is. And I'll tell you one thing. You are not going to want to miss it on this. It's insane. <laughs> She's such a crazy manifester. I love it so much. I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. Please don't forget to rate, subscribe, send me a comment, send me a DM, send me a pigeon. I love to connect with you guys and I'll talk to you next week. Have a great week, guys.